Hey everyone, welcome to this mini podcast project series where we are going to go down the rabbit hole of ballet and the ballet wallers. For those who don't know, Ballet, which started in 2019, is a U.S. company behind the world's first multi-currency, non-electronic, physical crypto wallet. My name is Eric, and I am part of the marketing team here at Ballet, and I'll be chatting with Ballet's founder and CEO, Bobby Lee, and all things Ballet. From how it all started, to the inspiration behind it, from design to inception, what makes it secure and different from hardware wallets, and what the future looks like for Ballet and crypto wallets in general. We're excited to bring this story to you all, so sit back and enjoy the conversation we have with Bobby Lee. And we are back for part six of the Story Behind Ballet podcast series. Um, we are already six podcasts deep in. Welcome back to the show, Bobby. Great. This is uh, it's going by pretty well. Yeah, pretty yeah. There's fast. obviously a lot to talk about with ballet. Um, in the last podcast, you discussed about ballet's everything around trust what you think about trust, safety, security, how are the ballet wallets secure, and the misconceptions about security with other wallets. This time in this podcast, we're going to talk about all of the ballet wallets, the different types of wallets, the different types of products, uh, how it's different for different demographics, different people, different levels of crypto knowledge. Um, even though from the onset, people might you know see the ballet wallet and think uh, you know they're all similar, right? The ones that most people have seen are the ones, you know, they see on social media or in pictures. There's actually very little, there's, there's actually a lot of differences between uh, the many different wallets that Ballet sells. And in this podcast, we're going to be discussing about the details and the nuances that distinguish each and every one of them. Starting with the flagship product. Um, it is called the Real Series. We've all seen it on social media, uh, in conferences, in a lot of your videos online. Talk about the real series, yeah, and, and and everything that went around behind designing the real series. So, so the real series is our marquee product. This is what ballet, the company, is known for. This is why we created the ballet company, which is to invent, create, and sell the real series wallets. Uh, the the name was chosen on purpose to give a sense that this is what uh, what real cr- cryptocurrency is like for real people. It's really to bring the so-called, you know, virtual currency that some pe- people complain they can't see it, they can't touch it, they they don't know if it's valuable, they don't know if it's there. And again, I'm talking about perspective from the perspective of a new user, like a newbie, right? They uh, they hear about it on the news, what's the deal? And we're turning this virtual cryptocurrency that's in the cloud into something that's very physical and real. And in their hands, they can touch it, see it, uh, feel it, right? It's something sturdy, something hefty, and uh, you can even smell it. As, I, as I've mentioned, you can scratch uh, the QR code with your fingernails, and on the top layer, there's a scent that lets people uh, smell the real series. So something very physical, very real in nature. That's that's why the name for it. And we, we, show, we issue that... Even though all our wallets are uh, multi-currency support, we issue it in the Bitcoin flavor, the Litecoin flavor, Ethereum, XRP, and so on for the primary address on the front. Any case, um, so that's our marquee product. That's a go-to product. That is the main product that we're, we're pushing to allow new users to get into crypto very easily or to allow existing crypto users to use the Rio Series wallet as a tool, as a as a 
as a container for cryptocurrency where they can load it and then give that real series loaded with cryptocurrency to a friend or family member. And that way the recipient, uh, it's very easy for them. They just receive it in their hands or in the mail and they can then own crypto in, in, in real life without having to go through any convoluted processes to set up a wallet or to purchase cryptocurrency on an exchange. So the real series is what Ballet is all about. And then how for, 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 for the actual uh, material and product, I know, I, I know there's actually a lot of different features to the Ballet product, to the real series that most people would, would think of, right? There's the many different um, cases where you, you've implanted tamper evidence stickers or scratch offs, even the UV light that many people may, may not have known of. You can actually yeah. shine a UV light on the wallet and it'll reveal something. Yeah, so you're right. The the real series wallets, the ballet wallets, all have a lot of anti-tampering technologies built in. Uh, also anti-counterfeit technologies. Uh, it's just like paper money, right? And the reason is, is just like paper money, like anything that's valuable, even you know designer handbags, there will always be counterfeits. Right, everything from the early, in the crypto industry, everything from the earlier cassatious coins, there's been counterfeits. Uh, there's been counterfeits uh, of uh, harder wallets like Ledger wallets. We we know we know there are counterfeits of that. Uh, we know there are counterfeits of of softer wallets. I've seen counterfeits of bread wallet, uh, the softer hot wallet, bread wallet, counterfeits of that. Um, so in real life. In the world we live in, we, there, there's no way to stop a counterfeit. There might even be counterfeits of Coca-Cola or, or Fiji water, right? Now, my point is that uh, we, we are one step ahead of the counterfeiters. That's why we built in the anti-counterfeiting technology from the get-go. So everything from the, from the scent on the sticker, that's an anti-counterfeiting uh, uh, technology. To the uh, to the way the sticker on the wallet's printed with the with the uh, gold lamination logo and uh, there's there's invisible ink that can only be seen under UV light. So shine a UV light on your sticker, you should see some lettering and some words on there. Uh, the sticker foil itself is uh, tamper evident. So there's a difference between tamper evident and and anti counterfeiting. Anti counterfeiting is to prevent uh, people from making trying to make a replication of a ballet wallet to to fish or to trick people into using it uh, whereas anti-tampering is to make sure that the wa wallet you're using has not been used before so the sticker once you peel it'll leave behind a hologram pattern and once you cover it back up the hologram pattern is is forever misaligned uh, and uh, off so that you can tell that the sticker has been peeled same with the scratch off, right? Those are anti-tampering uh, anti um, designs. And they, they do also serve an anti-counterfeiting purpose because of their technology. Um, and then, yeah, so this reminds all of us that for any product that you intend to purchase that is of high value and important in nature, you have to trust the supply chain. Uh, that goes beyond, I mean, normal people don't think about this, but you have to trust the source, right? If someone gives you a, a brand name handbag, you know, from, from the, you know, the Chanel, the Louis Vuitton, all the famous name handbag, uh, people, you, you know, people buy, 
uh, either women buy for themselves or as a gift. Uh, you have to trust that it's a real legitimate merchandise. Did you buy it from the actual store or was it through some eBay auction that you don't know the, the source from, right? Uh, same thing with harder wallets. Same with ballet. You have to buy ballet wallets from a reputable source. You have to buy, uh, you know, all, all, anything you buy in real life, you have to make sure you buy from a reputable source and that it's not, it's not a fake product, right? There's, there's been uh, a lot of fake products on Amazon. That's why on Amazon, we, we uh, as a company, we sell the ballet wallets ourselves. So it's sold by our company, Ballet Global Inc. Uh, so don't, you know, make sure you, you don't buy products and ballet products from untrusted sources, right? Yeah, e even for myself, when I first came across, uh, when you actually gave me the <clears throat> ballet wallet for the first time, the material, the stainless steel and the weight of it, it felt very robust and very sturdy in my hands. Um, even if the wallet wasn't loaded, it actually felt very valuable holding it in my hands. So yeah, that, that was on purpose. That was designed to be hefty. That, I think that's a phrase, to be of substance. We purposely designed to be nice and thick, heavy, it's heavier than, like some people have these expensive credit cards, these high limit wealthy credit cards, what they call the black cards or titanium cards. Uh, I think American Express has one, some, some other private banks issue them. So our real series wall is even heavier and thicker than those. So it's really hefty in nature. Yeah, it, it definitely gives a, a very good meaning to what real money is, right? Uh, so to say. I've heard of people, now I just wanna get your thoughts and suggestions about this, but I've heard of people kind of uh, give feedback on the Valley Wallet, <clears throat> saying that, oh, uh, maybe the Valley Wallet can be, or, or, you know, they were questioning me on it, asking, is the Valley Wallet bulletproof, or is the Valley Wallet fireproof, or, um, uh, and I saw one image on, on Twitter, um, because of some people were saying that if you run the Valley Wallet through an X-ray machine, you can see the private keys underneath the sticker spot. And then actually there was somebody who actually ran it through uh, an x-ray and it showed nothing underneath the stickers. It was just the metal sheet. Yeah, yeah. But so, it, yeah. Yeah, that was a, a rumor that's not true, right? So we, we've done tests of this, you know, regarding the x-ray machines. We've done tests of this from the get-go. Um, you could use an airport x-ray machine scanner or the highest grade, you know, medical. We've done this on both. And um, you can't you can't see the private key details under x-ray. I think I think that's why we chose stainless steel to make sure there's absolute uh, coverage and mm. that just information cannot be leaked. Mm. Um, in terms of fireproof, you know, sadly, fire is a common enemy of the whole world. Nothing in the world is fireproof. Th think hard about what I'm saying. Nothing in the world is truly fireproof. Everything that's near fireproof is always rated for how much time it can withstand in a live fire. So whether it's 30 minutes, one hour, two hours. Um, even even buildings will burn down in fire. Like tall skyscrapers will burn down in fire. And not to mention trees and forests, not to mention regular houses. I don't care if the house is made of wood, made of concrete. Uh, in a nasty inferno fire, everything will burn down. And that applies to uh, potentially ballet wallets, as well as every other wallet maker, as well as backups, right? If you have, if you have a traditional electronic hardware wallet, you may have recovery seeds, 
you know, stored either in a different location of your home or a different uh, bank vault in your local local town. And I've seen some nasty, nasty uh, images of the recent wildfires in the United States and other parts of the world in Greece and so on. It's very scary. Fire is a common enemy. And, uh, you know, if, it's, if that's important to you, then you better find a solution that's fireproof. Maybe putting the Valley Wallets in a fireproof safe, fireproof vault. Many banks offer these uh, vaults that are fireproof. But like you said before, even the... They're, they're, they're rated for a higher number of hours, like three or five, six, you know, two, two hours or more. Yeah, actually. So I, I, I was just talking to someone recently, and uh, there's some, there have been some wildfires in the United States. Some towns have burned down. And then what's, you know, in a bank vault, what's left standing is the, the shelves of the, of the safes that the banks have, mm. the bank safe deposit boxes. Uh, in your home, if your home burns down, maybe your fire-proof, fire uh, fire-rated safe uh, doesn't burn down, right? Usually they have, uh, you have to get a good safe. That's, you know, the, the, the different specs, TL15, TL30, I think, for two hours of fire burning capability. That means that if the house burns down in less than two hours, then your safe is fine. But if the, if this whole thing is engulfed for six hours or more, the, the, the even the safe is not safe. Yeah. Yeah. To pivot away from the real series, there are obviously other products under the ballet lineup we can pivot to the pro series which is something uh, very different even though from the onset you know it is the same size and same shape as the real series but talk about the pro series and its uniqueness with those crypto geeks in the space yeah so the pro series is a different target audience it's it's what you said it's a much it's a it's an advanced product for advanced users and that's why we purposely make it a different color it's not the silver gray color of the traditional stainless steel it is still stainless steel, but it's anodized in, in the blue, dark blue color. So we purposely make it a different color to tell people this is not a bearer instrument. Uh, so let's take a recap. What's different about the Pro Series is the Pro Series involves the purchaser, the buyer of the product, in creating the BIP38, uh, what they call the passphrase. So in essence, the user selects their own passphrase using their own computer software uh, and then they give us a, a intermediate code, which is derivation of the passphrase. And by giving us the company the intermediate code, we will custom manufacture a set of three Pro Series wallets for them to purchase. Uh, the three are matching in, uh, they, they're, they're matching wallets. They have the same, you know, what they call encrypted private key. And they can all be decoded by the same uh, passphrase that the user has selected themselves. So the company has no idea what the passphrase is. The user can select any complicated passphrase or even simple passphrase, which we do not recommend selecting a short passphrase. But in, in the end, the product is for advanced users. The idea um, is that the Pro Series gives, the, gives that advanced user a little bit more involvement in the wallet process. They can select whatever passphrase they want. But the downside is the final product, though there are three copies of it identical, the final product is no longer a bearer instrument. What I mean by that is if you ever see a Pro Series card lying around, I don't care if it's being thrown away or if it's uh, on, the, on a coffee table or if it belongs to your spouse 
or a friend or if it belongs to someone who has passed away, by you holding the Pro Series, uh, you don't have access to the cryptocurrency on it. You may be able to see what's stored on it in terms of all the different coins and the value, but you don't have access to it because you don't know you don't have the passphrase. So unlike a real series where it is really the cryptocurrency, it's a bare asset. If you see or hold or someone gives you a real series and that wallet has cryptocurrency in it, then you are the proud owner of that amount of money, or at least you have access to it, which you can, you can then give away or return to someone else. But the pro series, you really need that magic information, the passphrase that was created by the user. So it's really for advanced users. And I mention this because many people make the wrong assumption that the pro series is safer than the real series. And I'm here to dispute that. The pro series is actually, as a product, not safer than the real series, not even close. And the reason is because it's a more advanced product. It's like our analogy last time. Is, is it a car versus a fighter jet? A real series, everyone can use. It's more like akin to a bicycle. Everyone can learn to use a real series relatively easily. Okay, I know some people still know, don't know how to ride a bicycle. I know that that has its challenge. But compared to a fighter jet, uh, which is much harder to operate, the pro series is along the lines of a fighter jet. You have to memorize and know the long passphrase you use. If you use a short one, it's a very bad idea. People can guess it. People can use machines to, to go through all the combinations for short passphrases. And for long passphrases, you risk having typed in either wrong characters or risk uh, not remembering it correctly uh, in your mind. Or even if you write it down, you risk you know getting a copy of that written record exposed and leaking it and other people finding out. So the Pro Series has plenty of pitfalls. And, um, you know, it technically it's safer in the sense that ballet doesn't know your passphrase. But the reality is uh, in our short history of selling the Pro Series for almost a year, uh, I guess over a year now, year and a half, um, two things. Number one is uh, we get a lot of, we still get a lot of customer support issues with the Pro Series because people... You know, you like it or not, people forget their passphrase and they complain to us and we're like, you know what? Hey, sorry, you, you order the Pro Series, we made you a custom version and uh, if you really forgot the passphrase, you type in it doesn't work, I, I can't help you, right? We can, we, can, we can prove to you that the Pro Series was made in accordance with the intermediate code that you gave us, but some people insist they, they remember the passphrase, but it doesn't work. It's just mathematically, they cannot prove that they remember the correct passphrase. Right, it's just it's just this dilemma, and we tell them don't use it. You got to peel off the stickers and throw it away because if you use it, your coins will be forever stuck. Whereas a real series, even though ballet gives you the complete package, but we guarantee that it's usable. That's that's why as a company we stand behind the real series, and um, it, it almost yeah. goes back to you what you mentioned about in the last podcast about achievable security. Yeah, it, yeah. Even though it's more complex, it actually doesn't necessarily mean that it's safer or better to use actually yeah um, because in the end um people don't realize this it's, it's it's a taboo topic but even the pro series you have to trust ballet right people assume wrongly that with a pro series because they create their passphrase they don't have to trust ballet and that's just not right that's incorrect and the reason is after we make the custom pro series for you, we give you three copies. You have to trust the fact that we as a company have done it correctly and have not screwed up. 
in giving you the device, right? Beneath the sticker, the so-called EPK, encrypted private key, that has to be accurate. If the EPK were missing or if it were malformed, then you still can't get your coins out. So this is no different than any other wallet out there. You have to trust the vendor. You have to trust the company, the device, the supply chain, and all that stuff, right? I don't care if it's ill will, bad intention, or if it's it's neglect. In my in our last episode, we talked about companies who you know wallet makers who have uh, made mistakes in neglect and causing people to lose cryptocurrency, right? So. And this is not fraud. This is not, you know, a hacker getting involved. This is just plain old, you know, mistakes. So I guess a question for you as the founder and inventor of the Ballet Products and as a crypto geek uh, yourself, what would you prefer actually for your own Bitcoins, for your own personal stash of crypto? Would you prefer real series or the pro series? So I obviously, you know, I've I've, uh, tried and tested the pro series myself. Uh, I, I have a few. I don't. I don't mind telling you that. Uh, but I also use a real series. In fact, I prefer to use a real series myself. It's because it's peace of mind. When I put my cryptocurrency on the real series, I know that if something were to happen to me, my family can get access to it, mm. and there'll be no issues. Coins will not be lost, right? Uh, with a pro series, the the risk is always: will someone, you know, will will, will you know, will the user take it to the grave with them? Right, that's a good point. And then, um, well, how to mitigate that? Well, then you should write down the passphrase on the back of the pro series. Write it down. Well, if you write it down, then it's like the real series. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to write it down properly with good ink, with with spelling, good spelling, handwriting. Don't make don't make letters that look like other letters and get people confused. You know, don't try to be smart and skip a few letters or. or Stuff like that, because then then it's like it's a guessing game again. Well, I guess some people can even I mean just uh, t- just comes out of my mind just now. But some people maybe could write down the passphrase using one of those uh, black light or UV light inks, right? So for the normal person, if they come across a pro series, they wouldn't know that it's written down with a black light. But yeah, again, <clears throat> like like I you know I know too many people try to get fancy. And they think they're smart, getting fancy like invisible ink or, you know, changing letters around, changing the words around, blah, blah, blah. You know, and in the end, complexity can backfire. Can backfire for sure. Yeah, right. If, yeah. So oh. that's all I got to say. And human memory is fallible. That's the, mm-hmm. that's the bottom line. The bottom line I forgot to mention, one of the core fundamentals in me starting the ballet company in making the real series wallet is I recognize that human memory is fallible. And it doesn't mean you have to be dement- have dementia or Alzheimer's. It's just that we, even smart people, you know, as we age, people forget things. People forget passwords, people forget letters, especially especially the most the most uh, private passwords that, that that are so secure and secret you don't use them often. Right. So it's, it's funny, right? The, the most common passwords we use, we type it in all the time. Those we won't forget the muscle memories ingrained. And those are one that gets leaked out on website hacks and stuff like that. But on the other X spectrum, you have these very secure passphrases that you don't tend to use very often. Right. For very special occasions or websites, whatever. And those are the ones you forget. It's- and, and that's that's what's terrible about about our world, right? Human physiology, biology is not a, 
is not a perfect machine. We don't have perfect memory. And that's why Wheel Series was created to solve that problem. It's almost as if, like, like you said, I mean, I'm pretty sure the common passwords we use every day are somewhere on the black web, on some, you know, secret mailing list or whatever. But it almost seems like as if the chances of somebody taking that password and hacking your accounts is lower than the chances of you forgetting some special um, fancy password. That's what it seems like. Yeah, my, my yeah. So so back to the point about the the pro series, right? It requires the user to memorize their passphrase, mm. and in our short history, one and a half years of operating and selling these wallets, um, we have more issues with people forgetting their own passphrase for the pro series than we have issues so-called ballet being untrustworthy and stealing their coins on the real series, mm. right? We've had zero case of fraud on the ballet wallets of, of, of coins being stolen, right? Or anything like that. Um, but yet we have real cases of people having their coins trapped in the pro series where they forgot their passphrase. And we're like, hey, sorry, I, th there's nothing we can do. Mm, tough luck. Right, we, that's, why, that's why when you buy the pro series, when you add it into the app, we ask you to verify your passphrase first. And if you can't, do that if you if you fail then you probably shouldn't use it mm. right let's talk about the block series now obviously the block series the block yeah. series they are not currently sold at the moment but i have seen some around lying around uh, a few here and there and talking about robust and sturdy that thing is a lot <laughs> if you think the real series is robust and sturdy the block series is like 10 times that yeah talk about Let the block talk series. about that yeah so the block series is a is a sort of replica of what we did at btcc mint that was my invention there uh, we launched it in 2016. um it's it's a it's a huge block of titanium that's that is a huge i really mean uh, about eight centimeters by eight centimeters wow. so it's about three inches i think um and it's one centimeter thick so the size is fixed eight by eight by one thick one centimeter of titanium so it's a nice hefty square block and what's on there is just same technology it's got that counter uh, tamper evidence sticker with a private key you know encrypted private key in the case of ballet it has a passphrase a bip38 technology back at btcc mint it didn't have the bip38 technology just a single mini key format private key underneath and the concept is to store a whole bitcoin block reward on it okay so back at btcc mint we had a um we, we had our mining pool so back in 2015 and 16, we mined these 25 BTC blocks, huge by today's standards, okay? Each block reward came out 25, and with the additional transaction fees for a specific block, it was 25 and change. And then the block halving in July of 2016, we saw it go down to 12 and a half BTC. And of course, that lasted for three, three and a half, four years. In May of 2020, it block reward halved again to 6.25, which is the block size today. So the block series captures a full block. So at Ballet in 2020 last year, we launched a limited number of block series for sale. And we partnered with a mining pool, Slush. Uh, they call themselves Brains uh, Slush Pool in, in Europe. And they would uh, offer service. Uh, customers would pay them to mine the block reward into the block. So customers would buy the block, uh, ballet block series from us, we ship it to them, and then the mining pool will send the coins straight 
from the mining pool to that block after they've received the, the, the wallet. So it's, it's a huge block. And, um, you know, the last block series we sold, we only sold a very few limited number of them. I think just two dozen or so. Um, it, it, it's, you know, it had 6.25 and more Bitcoins in it. Uh, and we, we stopped selling it. You know, frankly, it's, it's a product for very wealthy. Like, like imagine the type of customer who can afford and own more than 6.25 Bitcoins or own more than 12 and a half Bitcoins, right? These are the whales and mega whales. Uh, and you know, today, you know, in today's prices, that's worth $300,000. Think about that. It's a lot. <laughs> that the smallest block series, meaning the latest one, 6.25 is $300,000. The largest one over 25 BTC from the BTCC mint days, that's over a million dollars. So these block series are the price of a Ferrari or a even even a regular like a full home you know it's very easy to look back in retrospect you know but uh, sometimes i'll tell myself you know if only i had the chance to know and be uh to, to have the whereabouts of the btcc block back then and buy the ones with the 25 bitcoins on it where would i be today right well could have should have would have right could have should have would have well you know the thing is i tell people i i i've you know i smile when you ask that question it's like I did tell people, you guys should buy this. This is going to be worth a lot of money. And inevitably, you know, people either don't believe me or they, they don't have as strong conviction as I do. And and they miss out. They forget. They, they don't. And, and many people come back to me years later and say, oh, Bobby, I regret not buying that block. I'm like, yeah, sorry. You know, you know maybe you can find it in an auction. Well, it's, uh, it's but, but it's a million dollar. But even the block series today is 6.25. That's three hundred thousand today, but by end of this year, I fairly expect that to be over a million dollars. So we're still early, right? We're still early. The yeah. block series, the, yeah. So that's only for bitcoins, correct? Yes, the the block series is not it is a it contains a bitcoin the the fresh from the mining pool, so it doesn't support any other coins. Even though our technology, in theory, has multi coin support, mm -hmm. like on the real series, but for the block series, uh, we purposely limited to just the uh, BTC Bitcoin. Okay. And then so the block series, only Bitcoin. Now there is actually a new product as well that is just only for Bitcoins, right? Yeah, pure series. So this is a good segue into the pure series. So pure series spelled P-U-R-E. Uh, we, we launched it, uh, I think last month officially, yeah. And the first incarnation is called the pure Bitcoin. And we have it in different denominations. So the pure series is you think of it as a block series for regular, regular, every regular everyday people. It's more affordable. Um, you don't have to own more than six point two five bitcoins. Whereas for the pure series, our highest end product is a silver wallet. Uh, BT for BTC. The denomination is one bitcoin. So it's fifty grams of silver, pure silver, zero point nine nine nine, ag. And it's uh, in the size of a credit card. It's even heavier than a real series wallet because it's 50 grams of silver. Um, because silver is denser than stainless steel. So the same thickness and size and weight, size and width and height, but it's heavier because it's high, higher density. And that is, it's, it's sold empty, just like the block series, just like all the wallets are empty. But the idea is for you to load it with one Bitcoin. And then once you load it with one Bitcoin, that's your physical instantiation of Bitcoin in a in a in a credit size credit card size card 
and uh, it's called Pure Bitcoin, one Bitcoin, one BTC. And we have a corresponding one for the one-tenth Bitcoin, and that's sold in a gold-plated stainless steel. Uh, and it's uh, denominated 0.1 Bitcoin, one-tenth of a Bitcoin. These two are sold out of the set. We have the signature set. There's 500 units available worldwide with matching serial numbers. We also sell the pure one-tenth Bitcoin separately for $99. So the signature set, I think, sells for $499. You can buy it on our website. The one-tenth Bitcoin sells for $99. And the idea is you load it with one-tenth of a Bitcoin, which today's price is about you know, $4,500. Uh, so $99 is a very small premium to pay to turn that Bitcoin into physical form. Uh, and then um, I'm happy to say that in a few weeks, we will launch officially even lower denominations of that. Uh, if, if any of you are listening now, you can get a sneak preview at our Kickstarter website. So Kickstarter, we have a small campaign. Uh, we're taking pre-orders for the pure series for the newer denominations. They're smaller than one-tenth. Uh, yeah, for that Kickstarter link, I can include it in the video description uh, below. Yes, um, yes, do that. So so basically, in that case, I'll reveal it. We have three colors. So they come in green, blue, and red. It's a stainless steel card with, with a color uh, accent. And it comes in a 40th of a, one-fortieth of a Bitcoin, which is 0 0.025 BTC. One one hundredth of a Bitcoin, which is zero point zero one BTC, and then one two hundredth of a Bitcoin, which is zero point zero zero five BTC. The colors are green, blue, and red, and they match the color scheme of our the poker chips from BTCC Mint days. The same denominations and color scheme. So that's the pure series, and you can buy these in packs of five, you know. And then you can load them up and you can give it to your friends as gifts. So when they receive it, they'll see the, the denomination, you know, 0 0.005 BTC and so on. And then that's a great gift. Yeah, the thing I like about the Pure Series as well is, you know, for, for amongst Bitcoiners, there's a common expression uh, they say called stacking sats, right? Stacking so sats. This is obviously a great physically, a physical way of metaphorically stacking sats. That's what I like about it. The... In, in, also, in general, on on the wallet, I know there is a customization program with Ballet where you know companies or projects can actually change the logo instead of the Bitcoin logo on top. They can put their own logo on top. Yeah. So we, we support customization of the real series. So if you have a coin that we support, you want to launch, for example, Ravencoin launched that a customization version last year or the year before. Um, they made a custom order of, I think, 500 wallets, and we sold them through Kickstarter and the Ravencoin community. So if you if you are a big fan of a certain coin, we can make that coin for you on our Ballet Wallet Real Series. And it's really easy for you to use that to give away gifts of your coin uh, or to encourage people in your community to, to adopt and use your coin. So we support all the ERC-20 tokens. We support all the main chain coins. We support over 100 different coins and uh, cryptos and tokens and th those can be all be customized for the real series and the higher you know obviously it's customized card so it's a little bit more expensive if you're ordering low volume but if you order high volume we can give you volume discounts now say for example if there are some ballet customers and ballet users that have just you know hordes of ballet wallets right say, say for example they have, if they have like a treasure chest full of ballet wallets well which... congrats to them they must be very rich <laughs> 
what would you recommend for people that have just hordes of ballet wallets and who don't want to put it in their own home or apartment? I see. You know, for safety. Yeah, yeah. You mentioned a good point. So we we haven't announced this yet, but there's something upcoming mm-hmm. that I can give you as a preview. So for wealthy customers who who um, want the safety, they want the upside in crypto. They want to invest in crypto, but yet they want the safety and they want insurance. We're going to announce a partnership with a very famous provider where they will custody wallets for you in secure vaults and give you full insurance coverage. And this is full insurance coverage by some of the biggest leading names in insurance. I can't give you the names right now. Uh, This hopefully will be announced uh, this month in September or maybe at, at the latest October. And uh, this, this is an amazing partnership with them. And uh, this is for the first time, and maybe we should do a dedicated episode for this, but essentially for the first time, you can get true insured coverage for storage of cryptocurrency. And this is, again, for allocated cryptocurrency. This is not a generic pool. When people today store their coins on an exchange, some exchanges claim to be insured, but the reality is those insurance policies are limited in coverage. They only cover for a certain amount of money, maybe $200 million, and they have a high deductible, and it's unallocated coverage, meaning you are fighting if that company or whatever gets hacked, you're fighting with all the other stakeholders' claims in terms of fighting for your share of the insured coverage. It may not be a full payout. It may, it may, it may have other dependencies and stuff like that, and it's unallocated and so on and so forth. Whereas... The service we're announcing is going to be full insurance coverage allocated because it's your cryptocurrency on ballet wallets. It's securely stored in their vaults and uh, it should be a lot of fun. Now, before we wrap it up, um, just uh, a quick question as well. I know people have kind of uh, mentioned it before too, but the Bitcoin logo, right, on the real series, it's facing vertically upwards. Whereas I think most people, especially the newcomers, notice that the Bitcoin logo kind of is diagonal facing <laughs> towards, you know, fo- forward, forward diagonal. Leaning to right? the, leaning to the right. To the upper right. Yeah. yeah. So what was the uh, idea behind? Yeah. Using so, so up? I know there's some controversy like Bitcoin cash, for example, has a logo leaning to the left. So for us, you know, for me, it's not about politics of Bitcoin versus Bitcoin cash versus even like something called BSV, Bitcoin SV. It's not that politics. The reason the, the, the B logo, Bitcoin logo for us is a, is a solid straight is just because we, um, the, we, we are behind BTC Bitcoin. So even though the BTC Bitcoin leans to the right, we want a straight logo, just that's a currency symbol uh, established as uh, de facto. Right, just like the dollar sign logo, just like the euro logo, these are all straight, you know, financial symbols of the currency. So for us, it's the financial symbol of the Bitcoin currency and not so much the politics of Bitcoin BTC versus Bitcoin Cash versus BSV. So ever since from BTCC Mint in 2016, this is before the fork wars, we released the the one Bitcoin titanium BTCC mint, and that had a straight logo B. Mm. And that's the reason why we kept it this way. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, There's so many more questions I want to ask still, but we'll leave it to the next podcast where I'm going to ask you about what you think about the redesign. If there's going to be any redesigns with ballet wallets, the future for ballet and the future for physical crypto wallets, but we'll leave it for the next podcast. 
Once again, it was a pleasure, Bobby. Thank you again for coming on. Thank you.